guys, what's up? It's your girl Asia back again with another exciting season of the She Loves Podcast. This season is all about feeding the mind. I've been sitting on this topic for some time now, and I'm so excited to share from my heart to your ears all things mindfulness. We're going to explore what it truly is, what mindfulness means to you, and how to incorporate mindfulness practices in your daily routine. Once a month, we'll also do a guided meditation together to help bring us to center and remind us that right now, this moment, it's all that we truly had. I love you guys like so much for being here with me. I cannot thank you guys enough. You guys really keep me going. Like you guys legit give me life. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and share, and show some love on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at She Loves Podcast. I'll be waiting. Also, if you want to stay up to date with all of our content, or if you miss something and you need to catch up, head over to loveandlightfam.com because it's all there. So, I've kept you long enough. I've got you excited enough. Now, let's jump right into it. Without further ado, here is the She Lifts Podcast. Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Asia back again with another episode of the She Lifts Podcast. So, we're still in season three. We're still talking about all things mindfulness. Last week, last episode, um... I went into a little bit like a brief overview about focus attention and I promise I promise to break it down and get really um, deep into it because it's so multifaceted and it takes more than a 15 minute episode of a podcast to really explain it to you and have you really get to a point where you can use it in your everyday life. So um, I would, you know, prefer to break it all down for you in another episode later on down the road so make sure that you are locked in um you're following us on instagram and facebook she lives podcast facebook she lives podcast i mean she lives page and if you have any questions comments concerns anything um at all anything at all please feel free to shoot me an email at oh but when she lives at outlook.com or head over to love and light fam.com and i can take all of your inquiries there So this particular episode, this week's episode, we are talking about self-talk. Self-talk is literally one of my favorite topics to discuss um, because it's a constant thing. It's always going. You're always having a conversation with yourself, whether you realize it or not. There are times when you're having a conversation with yourself when you are in the middle of a conversation with somebody else. And I know that sounds rude, but it's also very true. So if you feel like it's rude, you rude too. So... Um, what I wanted to discuss or cover today, um, first of all, I wanted to reference um, one of my previous episodes, one of my very first episodes of She Lives Podcast. If you've been rocking with me since day one, I want to thank you so, so much for your support. Thank you, thank you so much for your willingness, for your patience, because I know it's been a long journey. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but I did do an episode, I believe it was episode three where I think the title of it was what you talk about Willis and we talked about self-talk we talked about affirming yourself um, especially through hard times and difficulty and making sure that you know you're just focusing on making a conscious effort to have you know practice positive self-talk and so in the vein of mindfulness we're going to discuss being aware of what you're saying in ways that you can increase your awareness of your um, self-talk, whether it's negative or positive, and then how to transform that self-talk into something positive so you're not just completely tearing yourself down all the time. 
So in order to really begin to transform your self-talk, you have to first listen to your self-talk and um, just like actually discern what it is that you're saying, where it's coming from, and identify your triggers, your, your negative self-talk triggers. Um, you know, discuss with yourself and really think about what your self-limiting beliefs are, the beliefs that really hinder your progress, hinder your forward movement and the things that you're trying to do. Of course, we all have an inner critic. Of course, we all have, you know, some type of way that we um, like kind of push the brakes on some of the things that we are trying to get done. And so we want to really um, <laughs> focus on that inner critic and listen to the inner critic and say, you know, what is the inner crit- critic really saying to us? Um, does the inner critic sound like he or she is making excuses for things um, that we could or should be doing, but we're not? Is the critic, the inner critic, very negative and very critical of the decisions that you're making? And um, you know, once you begin to actually listen to what the inner critic is saying, what the self-limiting beliefs are that are imposed on you by that inner critic, then you can begin to transform those into positivity by just literally just transforming it a 180, you know, and saying literally like the complete opposite of whatever they're saying and whatever you're hearing um, when you listen to your inner critic. And then you can go on to pay attention to the assumptions that this inner critic is making um, about you and for you. Um, what are they assuming about you? What are they assuming about your character? What are they assuming about what other people will think about you and what you're doing? And then are there any stories that your inner critic is making up about you or about your surroundings that aren't necessarily true? I know for a fact that um, I struggled with that whole story thing for a while. Um, and the way that I kind of came out of it, the way that I was able to overcome it, overcome that struggle was to actually attack it and really challenge it um, at its root, at its base, at its core, and really um, focus on what was the truth, you know, what the truth was. And honestly, it came out of, you know, being <laughs> honest about um, trauma that I had experienced, a trauma that I had lied to myself for so long about. But either way, that's a completely different subject. And I don't even know if I'm ready to talk about it on Sheila's podcast. So moving forward, next, we're going to focus on and really pay attention to and be aware of what's on repeat right? What is the broken record that is going on in your head? What is repetitive? What are the automatic thoughts? Like as soon as you walk into a room, what is the first thing that you think of when you walk into that room? Do you think these people are going to judge me? They're not going to take me seriously. They're going to think I'm fat. They're going to think I'm too skinny. You know, what are the repetitive automatic thoughts that you have that that are constantly replaying in your head? And then on top of that, um, you know, what memories do you typically um, go to? Like, what are your go-to memories? What are the places that you go to in your head? I know for a fact. I had this conversation with one of my clients, and some of their memories of certain parts of their childhood, certain parts of um, their young adulthood, they only remembered all of the bad things. And that is so sad. That is so frustrating to hear. But it was a beauty to work through because... Um, it, there was so much work there to be done to work through that piece um, of, you know, just refocusing our, atten- our attention and our energy on the positive parts of some of our memories, some of our childhood, some of our stories from the past and everything like that. So 
um, once again, going back to the stories that you um, are telling yourself or the stories that you are listening to inside your head, what stories from your past also are constantly playing over and over again. And how can you break the cycle? How can you renew and refresh your memories without actually you know, erasing, erasing them or changing them because they're still your memories, regardless, good or bad and different, they're still your memories. But to constantly refer to and go back to the negative memories, it's just, it's not helpful and, and it's, it sucks. Um, and so in the vein or in the idea of being aware, right, of your self-talk, you want to go back and review these parts, the self-limiting beliefs, the assumptions that you're making, what's on replay, what's on, what's the reruns that you're hearing, you know, in your head, you know, and begin to really examine that and really be present in the moment when you're thinking these things and when you're feeling these things, because in order to actually change them, rearrange them, um, you have to focus on it. I know that I'm the type of person, I like to change my furniture in my house a lot. Like, I read somewhere that that was like a very common habit or whatever, don't judge me, right? (laughs) But um, before I can actually go and take the task at hand and actually rearrange my apartment, my house, my living room, my bedroom, whatever it is, I have to first examine the way that things are in that room and then imagine the way it would look when I change it then in the process of me actually changing it I try different things maybe I like the couch over by the window and if I put it over by the window but I get a draft or I put it over by the window but the sun is too bright and I can't see the tv then I have to make a another switch another change another adjustment it's the same thing with this awareness with this mindfulness with this entire practice and incorporating it into your daily life um now, sometimes you have to go back to the drawing board. Sometimes you have to go back and re-listen to everything that you've been telling yourself, everything that you have been programmed to think, feel, and believe to actually be able to rearrange and get the perfect fit for you because this is the perfect fit for you. This is not the perfect fit for your neighbor. This is not the perfect fit for the person in the car next to you. This is not the perfect fit for your spouse or your kids. This is the perfect fit for you. And so in order to attain that perfect fit for your mindfulness practice or mindfulness in general, you sincerely have to go back to the drawing board and be patient with yourself. Um, And so a big part of making that transformation is taking your power back. And I say this, I say this to so many people and I say this so often Um, I say this on just about every platform that I possibly can. You have so much power within you. You have more power in your baby finger than you actually realize. And it's okay to take back your power. It's okay to feel empowered by your power. In in an effort to take back your power, you're going to want to follow these three very, very easy, easy, easy steps. Right? You're going to want to ignore these negative thoughts. Right? Ignore them. Completely ignore them. You know how you're on the bus or on a train and there is a disruptive individual and you um, find yourself completely ignoring them, blocking them out because they have no no business in your personal space. You know, they're not invading your personal space. They're not hurting you or hurting anyone else, but they're just loud, maybe rambunctious, maybe a little drunk from the night before, whatever. And so you, you know, you just ignore them. It's the same thing with the thoughts in your head. You, You can completely ignore them no I'm not going to pay that any attention I'm not going to actually let this interrupt my moment right now 
back to mindfulness right now this moment I'm not going to allow it to you know disrupt me and then on top of that you you know your next step is you want to protect yourself against that negativity and so in protecting yourself you know you want to definitely advocate for yourself you want to make sure that you are not allowing this negative train of thought to leave the station and take you with it it's okay for that negative train of thought to leave the station it is perfectly fine but you are not allowed to pay fare to get on that train you are not allowed to sit in any of those seats and you are most certainly not allowed to drive that train once that train is clickety clacking down the um tracks you want to let it go and so you want to continue to protect yourself and make sure that you're not getting on that train and you are waiting for another train to come to that station and it's so important it's so so super important to protect yourself against that because once again in taking your power back you have to realize that you do have the power to protect yourself against yourself sometimes we can be our own worst enemies and it's okay to be patient with yourself it's okay to forgive yourself it's okay to say you know what today i'm having a bad day i'm struggling you know whatever i'm gonna take it easy and it's okay we forget that and so protecting yourself against yourself against your worst version of yourself is totally okay and so finally we come back um full circle um to where kind of like where we started where i mentioned the story about moving the furniture around my apartment you have to continuously observe yourself check yourself right check yourself each and every at each and every turn you want to make sure right that you are not allowing these negative thoughts to um take back your power you know you have assumed the power you are now ruler the king the deity whatever you want to call it of your own life and so there's no place for these negative thoughts to become an entity at all and so constant observation constant going back to the drawing board constant you know protection of yourself is key it is key i cannot stress that enough i cannot tell you how important it is to make sure that you are constantly watching over yourself in a healthy manner of course and not to be like over completely over obsessed with it but in the idea of mindfulness and awareness of your self-talk this is a very very huge huge and important important component of all of this so let's go back and review so we talked a little bit about our self-limiting beliefs and the way that we internalize our self-limiting beliefs we talked about the assumptions that we can make about ourselves and the things that we have on replay that are going on in our head all the time and then we talked about taking our power back ignoring those negative thoughts protecting yourself and constantly observing yourself making sure that you are not getting on that train that negative train once it leaves the track once it leaves the station it's okay for it to leave the station but it's not okay for it to leave the station with you as a passenger so I hope that this is helpful. I hope that this works for you guys. And if you have any questions or you're struggling with it or you need some help or whatever the case is, please feel free to send me an email. My email is lives at outlook.com. It's also in the information box below. If there are any areas in which you may be struggling, I am so more than willing to help. Um, that's why I do this. That's why I put this information out there because there are people out there that are looking for this information. There are people out there who need help or are struggling in these areas and I am more than willing to help. So, I love you guys. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy to do this season. This season is amazing so far. And yeah, so that's all I have for today. Thanks for putting your ears on it. And until next time, love and light fam.